This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time to take command with former NFL tight end Logan Paulson and former Commander's Beat reporter Craig Hoffman. Welcome into the second annual crossover edition of the Train With The Best podcast and Take Command. That is Chris Gores, the co-host of the Train With The Best podcast. That is Logan Paulson, the co-host of the Take Command podcast. And I'm Craig Hoffman, the host of both podcasts. What's up, boys? (laughs) Not much, man. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing well. I, I think you had the latest night of all of us last yeah, night. Yeah, I mean, when you get when you get here, it's like like obligatory to stay up till some ungodly hour, then get up at an ungodly hour and just be like, we got to just ride it out. But you guys yeah. went to the Pacers game though, right? We, we went to the Pacers game and then we went to dinner afterwards at the obligatory Harry and Izzy's for, for the shrimp cocktail because <laughs> yeah, no we doubt. have a first timer here, right? Yeah, our guy Lance, uh, he it was shrimp cocktail one, Lance zero. Oh, well, dude, if you don't know that there's horseradish in that, like that'll just straight. Well, so here, so here's what he did. He, he did the classic rookie mistake of we told him what it was. Uh, he had his first one with a little bit of sauce, and it was he felt cocky about it. So <laughs> he, he gets the second one with a big bite, and yeah. then you know it uh, doesn't work out. Get, as get well everything cleared. Get everything cleared out. I bet <laughs> exactly. That nasal cavity is nice and clean, and everything's feeling good. Right. But you know what? It's it's funny. It, one of the things that he said yesterday is the the way that he put it is like this is like NFL homecoming. Yeah, because because it is like you like said, that, yeah. you, you 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 link up with friends who yeah. you haven't seen in a while, and you see people that you know, and you know you thought you were gonna have an early night, and then yeah. that early night ends up being one thirty. Yeah, and it's just like you know, like I bumped into Sean Laval last night, the guy that I played with. He's like what? An, he's like an agent now, you know. Laval's was, an agent. Yeah, now? he's like talking about all his guys. Yeah, it was just good to catch up and talk to some of my coaches, then my agents here, and yeah, just like, and then it's like, so it's only about probably thirty or forty minutes with each guy, but yeah. the volume of people here is right. so high. That yeah, you just and they, the conversations flow one into another. You like, yeah. you're at whatever spot you're at. Yep. Yeah, you turn around or someone sees you, they come up, and you're kind of at the end of one conversation, yeah. but you stand in the same spot for three hours. And talk <laughs> yeah, to some exactly, yeah. And that's, that's exactly right. That's kind of how it goes. All right, so the reason we do this is because the combine is kind of this mix of performance training and football, and that is essentially what our two podcasts are: performance right. training 
at football. And I think this year in particular, there's two big topics, Washington Commanders adjacent and, and NFL Combine adjacent, that have that fitness crossover that are, that are going to be interesting for us to talk about today. The first is this decision by Marvin Harrison Jr. to not only work out here, but not work out for a pro day. He's not doing any drill type of stuff. He is training to be a football player next year in the NFL, not training to interview to be a football player in the NFL. And then a little bit later, we're going to have some fun with a topic that I know J.P. Finley and, and Mitch Tischler did on Beltway Football Pod yesterday. But we have uh, two guys that have, have actually worked on building gyms and Chris owns a giant <laughs> yeah, facility. Right, right. Um, facility. So, so with the commanders investing $75 million in FedEx Field and the facility in Ashburn, and we know that they've got their eyes on ultimately building a new practice facility, what would a state-of-the-art modern NFL gym look like? for Chad Englehart and his crew to work in. So uh, that's going to be what we talk about today. But let's start, Logan, with the just the, like the football decision-making sure. process. Marvin Harrison decides, I'm not doing any of these drills. I'm not only doing not doing them here. I'm not doing them in Columbus. I am training to become a football player next year. What do you make of that decision, short-term, long-term ramifications? I mean, I think it's really smart. I think, uh, you know, like, and I think there is a precedent for it. I know people think it's unprecedented, but I look at Drake London last year and like, you know, or two years ago, and the big question about him was like, what is he going to run from a 40 standpoint? He never ran it. You know, get Dallas Goddard a couple of years before that. Big questions about his speed. Just don't run your 40. And so like when I talk to agents, when I talk to my agent, I, when he's advising guys, it's like, if it's not going to help you, don't do it. Right. So with him, there's nothing about this process at this point, just based on the film and what he's done and his career that 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 needs to be justified at this point. Like, I think I've said this on the podcast before. He's been the cleanest evaluation of any player that I've ever done. He's big. He's fast. He's got good route running nuance. He makes contested catches. Does he drop the ball occasionally? Yeah, but so does everybody. And nothing he does here outside of the interview process is going to help him. So for me, it's like the only thing that can happen here is that even if you run a 4-2, it's like, great. You're not moving up anywhere. You're not right. bypassing a quarterback. Right. So, But if you do run a 4-6, like, you're going to be maybe out of the top 10. So I would just say stand pat with what you got. And then with regards to not doing anything at, the, at your pro day, I think the same logic applies there. And I think, you know, Chris, you can probably speak to this a little bit too, though. It's like one of the things that I came out of my combine prep when I was uh, coming out, which was like a million years ago, is I felt like I was very underprepared for rookie mini camp, OTAs, and training camp, right? I, and it's because you're preparing in a very specific way for very specific events. So I do think it's kind of smart for him. And from an injury prevention standpoint, I think it's going to kind of allow him to establish foundations. that's going to be very productive for his NFL career. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, I think you, you, you hit all the points about like, if you can't raise your stock, then then why, why even it, do right? this? Yeah. Like, you're, just, you're just betting to uh, lose money at this point, right? Like, so uh, it's, it's a great decision for him. And we, we've touched on this on previous podcasts. The NFL Combine is an underwear competition. Yeah. Right? Like, it, it isn't football. So if your goal is to, as for him, he's probably thinking about getting the numbers that he needs to get to get to his second contract. Yeah. I mean, you know, for somebody like him who's who's been around the league, who has a father that can mentor him 
and and he knows how the game is played. He knows I got to produce, right? So uh, his decision to just work on football is is a good is a good one for yeah. him. I mean, I, I agree. Yeah, no, I, I think for him specifically, it's it's the obvious decision. And I am very curious though that it's now kind of come out. Albert Breer was the one who wrote the story for MMQB and, and SI, like. I think this is going to be something more people do from the training side of it. Cause I, I feel like the kind of a lot of guys skip the combine, mm-hmm. uh, then they wind up running at the pro day. And it's kind of like this, okay, we'll do it. You know, kind of almost reluctance to do it. And, and they typically perform fine because they're the best athletes in the draft. The guys that are making these decisions versus the guys that are like, I need to do everything because I need every chance possible to impress people. Um, but I think overall, like for, the, the idea that he is not even playing the game is I, I don't know how many guys are going to get to make that decision um, based off their draft stock. But I think there's like kind of a second layer question here, which is, is more guys should do it anyway. Yeah. Like if you're if you're trying to get into the top 10 and you're maybe in the 20s right now. Right. And you know that a four three can can change your your slot money. And it's that significant of a financial yeah. impact. Mm-hmm. Then maybe it's it's worth it. But if you're if you're the difference between the second and third round, right, and and your 40 or your bench or your shuttle or whatever it is based off your position that's the most important thing, your movement drills on the field, wouldn't you rather just be a better football player as a rookie? I think you would. But I also think, like, there is this, like, especially in the second and third round, like, you're moving up and there is something to be said for being a second-round pick as opposed to being a fifth-round pick. Like, the team has more sure. time invested in you. And so if right. you can do something to push yourself into that category, I think you should. And so that's I think you're kind of we're kind of saying the same thing. I think if it, if you, if it will help you and you believe it can help you, you should do it. But I was right. talking to my agent last night, and he's like, I'm not going to have one of my guys run tomorrow because I don't think he's going to run as fast as he needs to run. And then it just becomes a question about, like, who he is. And he's still here to do the interviews. He's going to jump. He's going to do everything else. But like, I think if it's if it's not a data point that's going to help you, like use basically what I'm saying is if you're an athlete, if you're an agent, use this process to help you. Don't use it as like something right. like to hinder you or something that right. they can use against you. I think about Kyle it's, Hamilton. It's not a requirement right. to do all this stuff. Yeah. Right, right. Like, I think about Kyle Hamilton from a couple of years ago. What if he never runs a 40? Is he a top five pick? Maybe, right? Yeah. And so he cost himself a lot of money by running the 40 here. Didn't go well, ran at his pro day, didn't go well there. There's no doubt about like his film and everything that he's a good football player. So if I if I was his agent, I'm like, we know the numbers you're hitting in, in practice. They're not what we need. Go jump. Go do what you got to do. That's fine. Because I think when you look at his jump measurements, Kyle Hamilton specifically, they were excellent. Yeah. And so you're like, this means he's explosive, twitched up. He just doesn't run fast in a straight line. So why, yeah. are, we, why are we messing with that? Yeah. No, I think running fast in a straight line is a very unique thing. It's mm-hmm. something that we train for. It's something yeah. that you train for for months. And uh, again, you, you're running in essentially track spikes and underwear. And that's not necessarily going to be something that you're going to do on the field. I would hope it's not something you're going to do on the field. Yeah. <laughs> not necessarily. If something, if you are running track spikes and underwear, you become a streaker at the Super Bowl. You are no longer <laughs> yeah, a yeah. football player. Right, right. I don't think that's how they're trying to get onto uh, the field. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, well, and like in terms of training, I think people like need to understand it's like it's a drastically different skill set you're learning. To me, it's like. Like I do max velocity training with all my athletes, but mm-hmm. I do it in the same way that I would do a back squat. Like you want like max absolute strength development, but you also want like the contractile velocities. It's just a tool, right? So you're never sure. using it as a way that I'm like a metric. I'm like quantifying every single week or whatever. But 
like the the mechanics of the run changes right right good receivers run with their feet a little bit wider apart like a little bit of base you know like like two to three inches between their feet Mm because it helps them change direction Mm -hmm. and when you're running for your 40 your feet have to come in really nice and tight Mm -hmm. and so like you never hit those same positions necessarily so there is a specificity element to this drill that people forget about and i and again we talk about this every single year but it's like so far away from football and it is it's a good metric you know because you can go apples to apples i can go oh you ran a 4-2 this guy ran a 4-2 like oh we go back and watch the film is it on film great it's a great thing for evaluators but again if you're not going to do well with it it's 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 a lot of time to your point chris like a lot of time three months four months of you just training for this the training style is totally different. You become a track athlete as yes. opposed to football player. Yes, that's exactly right. Like we, everything becomes about the math and the science of yeah. 20 steps. Yep. Like how do we improve 20 steps? And everything that we do is is geared towards those first six steps and those last eight steps, right? So um, that's not what football is. So it, it, if we are going to dedicate two months of training to 20 steps, Right. Like that's just that's just a lot of time and energy that is not the same way that we use max velocity when we're training an actual football right. athlete. Right. Right.